Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether you've been on this journey with me for some time now or you're a new listener, you probably know this about me. I am a friendship person. I value friendships. I cherish my own. And I want to know who your best friend is because that lets me in on who you are, which is exactly why today's conversation is so much fun for me. I feel like I have a front row seat during a coffee date with two friends. But these aren't just any old friends. I'm talking about George Clooney and Julia Roberts. We met up here in New York to talk about Ticket to Paradise, their new romantic comedy. In the film, they play a divorced couple united in their quest to sabotage their daughter's wedding. This is the sixth time they've worked together. The first was back in 2001 on Ocean's Eleven. George also directed Julia in the 2002 film Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and he produced August Osage County, the 2013 drama that earned her an Academy Award nomination. But here's where the magic lies. It's not about how charismatic George is or how incredibly endearing Julia is, but it's the spark between them. Their 20-year friendship is something special, man. It's built on laughter, on loyalty, and good old-fashioned fun. We have time for one more question. (laughs) Good luck, Hoda. I'm, I'm scared. I'm Hoda Kotb, and welcome to a bonus episode of my podcast, Making Space. Okay, first of all, best part about working with Julia Roberts on this movie. Go. (sighs) The money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I will be honest, which I don't like doing. Uh, He doesn't, and I don't like when you are honest. You don't like it because I'm I'm nice sometimes, and that's terrible. Uh, She's a great friend, and she Uh is, you know, on top of all of the things that we all know she is and everyone knows she is, she also is a very, very good friend. And so it's really fun to work with people that that are truly good friends. And uh, Julia, best part of working with with George on this movie. I've cornered you now. Yeah, I know. You have cornered me. I'm going to say this, because George and I, um, I don't like to say that we're very much alike, but we do have the same, like— Beard. How much time do we have here? We're going to get like three and a half questions out. Um, we have the same energetic spirit yes. at home. Mm-hmm. And not. I said that like we live together. We which, do live together, which, which is a very is. weird for my wife and Danny. But at work, we both really like a joyful, exuberant yeah. work experience. And we we take that sort of leadership very seriously in a way to be relaxed to make other people relaxed yeah. and and happy and so being together on set is such a in a way it's a continuation of our of our real life together yeah. which is just singing songs and carrying on and I don't know how y'all didn't crack up through each take I mean I watch you two and the banter seems like it's happening in that moment are y'all ad-libbing some of that or is it all Not much well, no, really? we, had a, we had a fair amount of ad-libbing <laughs> especially in the drunken scenes yeah. but what it would be too is 
when they would put us with a group of people, like at the graduation, where oh, we sort of have an yeah. audience, yeah. then we can't be stopped because we're trying, we feel it's our responsibility to entertain them. And so we yeah. had a different searing joke at each other yeah, there were time. There were a couple where, you know, you do it and then we'd both stop and like go, is this the step too far? Is this too mean? And we finally ended our friendship. <laughs> Julia, you saw it for the first time. And what was your first impression once you saw it all come together? You know, it just felt like a salve. Oh. An hour and a half yeah. salve. I remember you saying to me though when we saw it, and you go, you're so mean to me. I, I was shocked, actually. Really? I, was re I had yeah. forgotten how really some of it was kind of searing. And yeah. because I've gotten away from it and George hasn't said anything mean to me in a week, I was like... I could do it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are the meanie parts, which are fun to watch. And there's also the kissing part. Is it awkward to kiss your dear, dear friend? <laughs> it is when my wife and kids come by to visit. That was the first day they came to visit. It's like, Papa, oh, Auntie Juju. It's like, oh, get him out, get him out. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. What are you doing, Papa? What is that? No, they didn't see, they no, didn't they see were, it. They were around. Who wants ice cream? <laughs> yeah. Do y'all laugh when you're kissing? Is it funny yeah. or is it, are you trying to? Yeah, we laughed. It was funny. Wait, Julie, it was laugh. Yeah, it was. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It is because, listen, you know, it is like kissing your best friend. And well, then, thanks for that. And then. You know, I was a, you know, I was a two-time sexiest man alive. Then you go, wait, my best friend's George Clooney. Yeah, come Maybe on, man. Maybe you better tune in a little bit, and, but then you just can't. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> well, you really, you really helped I'm my sorry. reputation. What about from your end? From my end? Yeah. yeah well, I didn't really kiss from my end. I, we were doing it right on the lips. Um, Open that door, Hoda. Mm -hmm. uh, we, uh, no, it was fun. Look, I, you know, we knew what we were going to yeah. do. We knew what the job yeah. was, and yeah. it's funny. Yeah. We were very professional, but it does make you laugh. And that was the day, too, that it, the first time in my 30 years in show business, I had a 3.30 call. Never. 3.30 a.m.? Uh-huh. That's when you get up every day. I know. That's it? our yeah. speed. So okay. wait, what was it? Yeah. This is not my speed. Yeah. And I'm an early riser. And yeah. I was like, 3.30, are you sure about this? Yeah because they wanted the sun to be rising uh, while we were kissing. kissing and this whole thing. So wait, his kids call you Auntie Juju, that's right. So you guys, when you say you're friends, it's more than friends, really. I mean, you have a lot of friends in Hollywood, I'm sure, but this, is, this sounds like it's definitely next level. Well, we've been friends a long time. Yeah, a long time. She comes over to the house in Italy with the kids and stuff, and we've had, I mean, you know, we've worked together a lot. Yeah. I got to produce a film that she was nominated for an Oscar <gasps> for. And, oh, I no. was in the first movie he directed. Yeah, how is that being directed by George Clooney? Yeah, come on, how is that? <laughs> you know, it's interesting oh, because, <laughs> no, I'm gonna say this. I remember something so clearly because it's like, there's, I think it's the my opening scene and I'm sitting in a, a booth at a restaurant and oh, yeah. I have this big hat on mm -hmm. and, Red lipstick, he was very specific. Mm -hmm. I loved how specific he was and clear. I mean, that's what an actor wants more than anything. Mm -hmm. It's just like a clear understanding mm -hmm. with the director of what they want and what is expected. And he just would see me as just an actor when mm. we were at work oh. and talk to me as an actor and have these expectations. And it wasn't, 
it wasn't that same like just casual, right. oh, hey, Jules, why don't you do this? It was like, okay, I want this to be just like this. Wow. You know? And it was really, it was really special. Was and fun. I also, that it was his first movie and that I got to be a little part of it, I felt. It was fun. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it really. It was, we had a really good time. We did have a good time. By the way, my favorite part of the movie, so many great parts, but y'all with your drunky monkey dance was a I thought 10 there was some, plus. I thought, come on, I thought that was some good dancing, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, you know. I kind of did. I was kind of into it. Those were our moves, man. Uh, yeah. For real? Well, yeah. actually, well. if you think of it, like about 20 years ago when we were doing Oceans, uh, we had a party. Remember in, yes. in Vegas? Uh-huh. Pretty much the same moves. They were the same moves. To different effect. And yeah. we were actually drunk. <laughs> yeah. Y'all did look drunk in that yes. thing. It looked like you were really putting them down. Was there any ounce of those drinks that were actually real beverages? No. No. I've never done a, a film with Julia that I was sober. <laughs> I don't think ever, really. It's, it's hard, you know. We, They're like, you're going to kiss Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the bottle. <laughs> Just leave the bottle. Um, no, it, there was no drinking, although yeah. when we watched it, we, we thought we were... I was really impressed with how drunk and loopy, and I, I think that was some of our best acting. Well, the young kids just were so... It was, they were shockingly embarrassed. They were stunned. They were paralyzed. We, and we thought we were really funny, and they didn't. Remember, they were just kind of staring at us like we were in the zoo, and we were like... Pretty funny, huh? And they're like, oh my God. Like, You're like, you know they're rolling a camera on you guys, right? Everybody's gonna see it. So it's sort of like they can see what it's like to get old and it's terrifying them. You know? Let me tell you something, this movie's definitely a hit. And maybe the highlight, that dance scene. Coming up, it turns out this pair has more than movies in common. They're both parents to twins. I asked them about that next. Plus, we get into their real-life partners, Danny Motor and Amal Clooney. Do you know you are sitting next to a man who has never been in an argument with his wife? Do you find that, like, shocking? Julia's surprising answer when we come back. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash space. Just go to Indeed.com slash space right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash space. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, we've got twins that you have that are, don't tell me, did I read right? They're going to college? Well, they are seniors in high school. 
they will be 18 in November. Oh my word. How are you feeling about that? Your kid's going off to college. You know, I have feelings about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, the nice thing is, is that the five of us in my family, I think we all have very similar feelings about it right now. Mm. So it's not like, you know, it's just me. I can't me. wait to get away. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> just me going, oh my gosh, you guys are going off to school. I think everybody kind of feels like, wow, these, we can recognize these moments together at the, as these really big page turners, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's nice that we're having that, that experience together. Speaking of twins, your, your twins are five, right? Five, yeah. Did I read that they are now speaking um, Italian, Italian, French. You, how, Italian and French? Yeah. What are you doing teaching them this all kinds? of stupid thing to do. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's just, I've done dumb things in my life. We all know that. This is the dumbest thing. But it's so, it's, it is astonishing. First oh, of all, they're such lovely kids. Yeah. They're just so sweet, lovely kids. And my kids, yeah. you Adore know, them. Adore them. Yeah. Because they're just these little sweet balls of hilariousness, especially yeah. Alexander. And but if 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 I speak Italian and George speaks English and you're one of George's kids, they will speak in Italian and then speak in English and then speak in Italian and then speak in English and yeah. go back and forth. And it's like, wait. A Do you speak all those languages? No. <laughs> it's a disaster. Every time they and, and they talk to each other in Italian when I'm talking to them, I'm like, what do you what? What'd you say? So you know it's a conspiracy. And it's a twin thing anyway. Yeah. Like, aside from this, the language thing, oh, it's, it's a twin insane. thing. This has been a disaster, what's happened to me. Do you know you are sitting next to a man who has never been in an argument with his wife? Mm. Well. I've been that, in wait, an argument with you, though, so yeah. it works out. <laughs> his but, work wife. <laughs> but is, do you find that, like, shocking? No. You don't? I don't. How, you tell guys me. don't. Because I don't fight with you my husband either. You don't fight with your husband yeah. either. They don't fight. How do you resolve conflicts? Like, how do you... We just don't fight. It's just not how we communicate with each other. It's not... Yeah. It's never been... Your language. ...called for. It has never been our language. But you just have ways of resolving conflicts in your house through just regular conversation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know... Well, I also think, you know, every once in a while, luck plays in a, a part in all yeah. this. You know, I feel very lucky that I met Amal, and I feel very lucky sort of late in life for me that, uh, you know, the things that you used to as a young person, you know, guys in particular, I think you would defend in a way that you don't have to when you're older. You know, I know how lucky I am to be with them all. So Mm. if we're going to paint the wall yellow uh, and I think it's a really dumb color, who cares? Who cares? And when you're 28, you might, and you you want to fight about those. So, so many things in life that I think when you're young, you would fight about, you know, when you get old, like Julia, um, <laughs> you don't fight so much. <laughs> this whole movie, obviously, is a movie about parents who are upset that their daughter is marrying someone who they don't think is right for her. Um, and before they even meet him. Before they even meet say. him. Yeah. Everything was too fast, too far away, like... I was I was feeling the parents in the beginning. Sure. I was like, I totally get that. Um, how far away do you stay from your kids like dating life? Or do you find yourself well, getting Well, my involved? kids' dating life. <laughs> I was gonna say, not you. It's very weird at five. <laughs> Especially when I let them drive. Those kids' clubs, you gotta so, watch them. Oh, um Yeah, I don't I mean I think no, we have we're pretty conversational yeah. in our family. You guys we're, have good conversations. Yeah, we're about pretty, it. We're, yeah. there's a Air lot of flow in our house. Yeah. 
Yeah, and but the the parents in this thing, I think a lot of parents will be able to relate to at least the beginning part of it. I think having kids, I mean, I have obviously kids later in life too. I've got a five and a three-year-old. Yeah. I feel like I'm a different parent than I would have been. I feel like I am, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just a better person. I get scared sometimes if I'm being totally honest about mm. being my age. You do. And sometimes I get afraid about, what's ahead, like sometimes when I think about milestones, I just hold my breath and think, please God, like let me, I wanna, I wanna witness that, yeah. I wanna see that. Do you ever have those? No, I kind of like the idea of being sort of out of it when my, <laughs> my daughter starts to date. I'd like it to be like, huh? <laughs> I think I'm being comfortable with that. I really do. Papa, I want you to meet me as a drummer in a band. I like toast. I'm okay with that. No, I think, but here's the thing. The truth is, because we all, no matter how old we are, George Mm -hmm. being the oldest of us, um, it doesn't, you know, they have chosen us in this moment to be their stewards and their shepherds in this life experience. And, you know, it all happens when we're ready. I met Danny when I was ready. You met them all when you were ready. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then we call these children into our lives when we're ready to best partner with them. And so I don't, I mean, sometimes I get gripped with fear mm-hmm. of blowing it. Hmm. And sometimes I've just said to my kids like, so today me as a mom, can we just, can we just take that off the board? Erase it. Because I, I blew it. Yeah. I remember Bono would talk about his kids and he said, you know, I had a conversation with once where he said, you know, they're like, 15, and yeah. he said, now we're about to get to the age where you're just gonna, for no reason at all, hate me. <laughs> you're gonna hate me for like five years. Yeah. I'm just gonna, be, you're just gonna be against me. And he goes, and then you're gonna come back and you're gonna think I'm kinda cool and we're gonna mm-hmm. get along really mm-hmm. well and we're gonna have a great life. He goes, can we just skip those five <laughs> The middle years? part. Mm-hmm. I, I, like that idea. I do too. I think there are so many parts, I mean, I don't wanna dwell on parenting, but I'm just kind of in the middle of it. And since I'm sitting with both you guys, I feel like there are certain, I have certain things I try to teach my kids. And one of them is when they don't know something, or they feel stupid, instead of saying, either ignoring it or, or saying, being embarrassed about it, I, we have something that we say, and it is, I guess I haven't learned that yet. Ah, and, that's nice. Yeah, I just, it's like a small thing, but little bits and pieces. Are there things that you've tried to teach your kids that you hope that they will carry with them as they like head off to, into the world, into college? Well, I mean, <clears throat> My kids are a little older, and I feel like the one thing that we've always tried to instill in them is to just remember who you are when you're out in the world. Mm. Remember that you, as one person, are representing five people, Mm -hmm. and just to conduct yourself in that Mm -hmm. same way that you would when we're all together, Mm -hmm. when you're by yourself out in the world. So, And I think that's, not only does it make you feel like you're not so all alone out Mm -hmm. in the world, it does kind of remind you to just be that much more thoughtful mm-hmm. or that much more helpful mm-hmm. if you can be. Beautiful. George, what about for you? I guess I haven't learned that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. I was waiting for it. Oh, I love that you did it. <laughs> Coming up, the only thing Julia and George do not see eye to eye on. That's next.
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Oh, I love this friendship so much. Okay, so we looked up your zodiac signs. You're a Taurus, you're a Scorpio. Okay, so here's what it says. They're really weak signs. <laughs> <laughs> they are opposite signs in the zodiac, giving them a special complex connection. Yeah. They can combine to make a whole, each partner strength balancing the other. Quiet, 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 quiet. Okay. <laughs> Taurus and Scorpio. <laughs> And Scorpio have tons in common, but because their personalities are both so powerful, uh -huh. they often swing between passionate love and passionate disagreement. Mm. Do you huh. think, is there any truth to that? There was till the end. I don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't, dis we don't disagree. We, the only things we disagree on is one for the road. <laughs> no, one time I got up, I had to leave dinner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna tell? I don't know. No, what story one time I had tell. to leave dinner because I had to work the next yeah, day, yeah. and we're all sitting there at dinner and we are having a beautiful dinner and drinks and having this great time. And I said, I'm so sorry, I really have to leave. And I get up in this nice restaurant and I start walking out. And George goes, "Quitter! <laughs> Julia Roberts is a quitter." <laughs> yeah, you gotta throw her under the bus every once in a while. Yeah. You know, somebody uh, has to throw under the bus. Everybody's, oh, Julia. No, so no. that would that's be, what you do. Those are our disagreements. I love that. I love it. When you saw the script, were you like, we this is us? Who was on first? I don't know who, who signed up. It was really simultaneous. We both got sent the script that was written for us to do. And I read it and thought, well, if Julia does it, I'd do it. And, you know, and then I, I think I wrote you or you wrote me and said, what's up? And what do you think? And we both said, well, if, if you do it, I'll do it. Because mm -hmm. it's sort of the, oh, it, these, really the only way you could see it working, you know. But it was, I mean, it's a miracle that it all came together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys had to shoot in Australia, you got everything done, COVID, everything, you worked out. Do y'all think you'll be working again together in a movie? It's not gonna happen. I've learned my lesson, you know, it took five or six times, but I've learned, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's put me in his contract. He can't live without me on screen. Uh, of course not. Yeah, why not? She's also the best available, you know, really. <laughs> Available. <laughs> such a <laughs> so, I'm such a what? Y'all are amazing. Thank you. I think we got nice it. Nice to see okay. you. I love you guys so much. Thank you. you. It's Go so take fun a nap to, now. I know. It's fun <laughs> to watch. We wear you out. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Well, you are always great. Oh, you are. Love you guys. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this bonus episode of Making Space. We should mention that Ticket to Paradise is produced by Universal Pictures, which is owned by our parent company, NBC Universal. Okay, I told you this conversation would be fun. And I've had the honor of talking to so many inspiring people for this podcast. If you haven't already, follow Making Space and listen to other episodes from season one and two. Making Space with Hoda Kotb is produced by Allison Berger and associate produced by Rachel Young. Our audio engineer is Tarek Fuda. 
Original music by John Estes. Bryson Barnes is our technical director. Minna Kathuria is our executive producer. Soraya Gage is our general manager. And Madeline Herringer is our head of editorial. A special thanks to producers Yael Federbush and Katie Ryan and to supervising booking producer Katie Disler. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.